ticket. Give it to me, baby. You I appreciate y'all tuning in to the latest episode of the LGIO podcast. I'm Native Roots, and I'm in the studio with uh, nobody. They left me in the sandbox solo this week. But I ain't gonna let that hold me back, bro. Nope, I'm gonna keep it rolling. This week I spoke to the Rams QB and uh, running back Jared Goff and Todd Gurley. Also spoke to Patrick Mahomes and uh, sat down with Tom Brady and Mina Kimes for a little bit. So uh, light one up, get a couple beers, sit back and enjoy. I stand naked in front of my wife and I feel like a small child. That is messed up. You can't skip this guy go at because it's already over. Now on the LGIO hotline, we have a quarterback of the Kansas City Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes. Patrick, I appreciate you taking some time out to talk to us. Yeah, I appreciate y'all having me on. Patrick, you had an amazing year chucking the ball, and uh, you're in the record books with the likes of Y.A. Tittle and Kurt Warner. Tell me how it feels to hear your name mentioned with those guys, and uh, especially at, at such a young age. Uh, I mean, it's awesome whenever you're in any category with those uh, names and those quarterbacks, but uh, it speaks to the team I have around me. Patrick, uh, me and my buddy Space Force went to a UCF game this year, and uh, we saw Mackenzie Milton chuck a ball about 60 yards in the air. And now I know you have one of the biggest arms in the NFL. I was wondering, what's the furthest you've ever thrown a football? Uh, I think the furthest I ever threw a football was 83 yards. It was before a game against uh, West Virginia uh, when we played back at Texas Tech. And uh, I got, had a little wind help, but uh, I still take claim that the first I've ever thrown one. So listen, I heard some nasty shit, bro. I heard you put ketchup on everything. Is it true that you had ketchup on your Thanksgiving Day table? 100%. I mean, you can't have a good Thanksgiving meal without a little bit of ketchup. Nasty motherfucker. On what, bro? Uh, mac and cheese, uh, the turkey, and the ham. You're here on behalf of Dick Sporting Goods, and you're doing some amazing things in the community, and it's real cool to see things like that from a young guy. Um, why don't you tell the people a little bit about what you got going on? I've learned a ton about how kids that weren't as fortunate as me to grow up with a dad playing baseball and just around sports in general, uh, how they can afford or find ways to join sports programs. Uh, we've kind of used our platform and our abilities and the fortunate that we have to find ways kids can get into uh, sports and just learn the things that I learned growing up, as well as accountability, teamwork, and competitiveness, because even if they don't make it to the NFL, they'll use that in everyday life. You're absolutely right. Those are some valuable tools and valuable lessons that kids need to learn. I appreciate you doing that, and I appreciate you coming on today with us. Good luck this week. Yeah, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. This segment was brought to you by Hertz. Sign up for Hertz Gold Plus Rewards. It's free to join. With Hertz Gold Plus Rewards, booking a car has never been easier, faster, or more rewarding. Sign up today at Hertz.com. That's Hertz.com. H-E-R-T-Z.com. Use promo code L-G-I-O and get absolutely nothing for free. We got Jared Goff on the line now, quarterback of the Los Angeles Rams, after a, uh, a pretty dominating performance this past weekend against the Dallas Cowboys. Jared, thanks for taking some time out to talk to us this week on the LGIO podcast. Why don't you tell me a little bit about that performance this week against the Cowboys? Feels great, you know, just running the ball the way we did. Two 100-yard rushers, I mean, it's just, it's rare. And, and it starts up front with those five guys up front. They played play their tails off, and then Todd and CJ followed. And um, whenever you run the ball like that, uh, it, it takes a lot of pressure off the passing game and um, allows us to control the clock. 
I'm glad you mentioned C.J. Anderson. He's been running the ball very, very hard for you guys the last few weeks. Looks like you were able to pull him away from the Golden Corral buffet. Um, what does it mean to have him in, in your in your locker room and in the backfield to have that that veteran pre presence? Whole lot, man. He's he's been running his running his tail off and and doing doing everything right. And I think you know the last two weeks without Todd, you know he showed he showed what he can do. And then and then this week having both of them is is special and it gives you a real. Real dual dual threat of, of backs and, and different backs. Todd's obviously what Todd is, and you know, in my opinion, the best back in the league, and can do so many things. And then CJ comes in and knows his role and knows what we need him to do, and and, and protects and, and and does all that stuff right. And it's it's just been a really good combo. Hey man, two years ago your coach was that bum ass Jeff Fisher. As soon as you got rid of him and Sean McVay came in, you, you seem to be one of the dominant quarterbacks in this league. Uh, tell me how it feels to to work with Sean McVay and, and not having to work with Jeff Fisher anymore. Feels good. Um, it, and it really just feels good to do it with the people we have. You know, two years ago or one year ago is whatever it was. And um, to be able to be with this group, to be with this, these people, these coaches, um, and be able to pull off a win at home, playoff win. It's big and it's fun and it's uh, it's exciting and hopefully we can get a couple more. Now on the LGIO hotline, we have uh, All Pro running back of the Los Angeles Rams, Todd Gurley. Todd, thanks for joining us. Hey man, talk to me a little bit about Dallas. I heard a lot of talk coming out of there how they were going to come in there and uh, put the smack down on y'all. Tell me a little bit about about that. I feel good. We was the one with the first round by. They wasn't so. I tell you that, but it felt good, man. Explain the execution of that first touchdown run you had. It looked pretty effortless. I ran, man. You know, those guys did a great job. Coach got a great play. Everybody did their job. And, I mean, all I had to do was just cut one time and, and just, you know, just run. Yo, big boy Cortrell Javon Anderson has been running shot for y'all for the last few weeks. Talk to the people about that, man. Let them know how he's been helping y'all out in the backfield. I guess it was a good thing I got hurt, you know. CJ got was able to come in and, you know, you know he was able to do his thing. I mean, he's been doing his thing his whole career. So um, the last three weeks have been phenomenal. So. Hey, man, shout-out to your offensive line. Them boys have been dominating all year long, man. You going to buy them something nice? If you guys make it to the Super Bowl, man, you owe them, man. Your boys have been dominating. We didn't become, you know, a, a top three running back, um, you know, leading the lead in rushing. You know, I didn't do it by myself. I did it because of those guys. So just being with those guys every every day, um, being in meetings with them, Coach Cromer, um, they just make everything so much easier for us. You know, they always, you know, give, give the running backs the credit, but – um, you see see what those guys did today, and, you know, you see who, who led this team to a victory. All right, Todd, before we let you go, man, I appreciate your time. Uh, real quick, let your fans know how, how it feels to be in the NFC Championship game. Appreciate you. Same shit. We still got one more. Keep winning. 
she's still the one for you. And Cialis for daily use helps you be ready anytime the moment is right. Cialis is also the only daily ED tablet approved to treat symptoms of BPH, like needing to go frequently. Tell your doctor about all your medical conditions and medicines and ask if your heart is healthy enough for sex. Do not take Cialis if you take nitrates for chest pain as it may cause an unsafe drop in blood pressure. Do not drink alcohol in excess. Side effects may include headache, upset stomach, delayed backache, or muscle ache. To avoid long-term injury, get medical help right away for an erection lasting more than four hours. If you have any sudden decrease or loss in hearing or vision or any allergic reactions like rash, hives, swelling of the lips, tongue, or throat, or difficulty breathing or swallowing, stop taking Cialis and get medical help right away. Ask your doctor about Cialis for daily use and a free 30-tablet trial. Next up on the LGIO podcast, we're going to talk to the five-time Super Bowl champ, the GOAT, Tom Brady. Tom, tell me how much you fucking love Julian Edelman in these big games. Yeah, he's such a great player and uh, just great teammate, uh, competitor, and uh, had a great game today. So he came up big. We needed it, and uh, we'll need it next week too. I was really impressed with the balance attack you guys had this this week, um, the way you utilized Sonny Michelle and James White. Talk to the people a little bit about that. Yeah, that was good. I thought you know both both phases were important and. Um, you know, you can't get one-dimensional in these type of games. It's too tough against too many good teams. And you get to this point, there's very little margin of error. And you're going to have to be, uh, you know, good in all phases. Running it, throwing it, kicking it, playing defense, everything. Have to do it again. San Diego's had a pretty good defense all year. How are you guys able to go out there and uh, look like you already had the answers to the test? Uh, you know, they're, they're a good defense, and I think they do a lot of things well. And I thought we just did a good job executing. Um, you know, it, again, blocking great and running the ball well, and guys made some great catches, converted early on third downs. It was really important. It was good to get ahead of that team. They had a lot of good skill players, a very good offense. Um, you know, they battled to the end, so, you know, they're a great football team. It's good to win. I once heard a story you peed on your son to win a bet. Tell me that story. I just like winning. Just like winning. Okay. Man, I saw Gronk throwing some people around uh, this last game. Do you think he gets enough uh, respect for his blocking? Yeah, he's a great blocker. I think that's something that goes maybe a little under the radar with his, uh, you know, his skill set. But he's one of the one of the most dominant tight end, you know, blocking tight ends in the league. And uh, you know, again, it says a threat when he catches it. Uh, just did such a great job, you know, there to start the third quarter and. Um, you know, he's a threat anytime he's out there. So He had a, a heartbreaking loss back here in Kansas City in 2014, and uh, at that time people thought you and the Patriots were done. How does it feel to go back now with two more championship rings and five more AFC championships uh, under your belt just to go back into Kansas City with uh, with the stakes at hand? That was, a, that was a pretty crappy loss that night. But, you know, we've had some other ones, and I think we, sh- we, we show a lot of perseverance, uh, a lot of toughness. Um, you know, this team's showing it. We've had some tough losses this year, too. But um, you just keep fighting. That's what football's all about. It's a season. It's not one game or four games or eight games. It's 16 games, and you get a chance to be in this position. And uh, we played good today. That's why we won. And, you know, Kansas City's had a hell of a year. Uh, you know, they gave us everything we, we could handle. And was that October or November? I don't even remember. But, uh, you know, I'm sure it'll be the same. It'll be a tough game. They're well coached. They get a good offense. Um, you know, play well defensively against the, the Colts. And, uh, you know, it's going to be a lot of fun to go back there and play in a, play in a championship game and 
try to advance. Thanks, Tom. I'll let you get your little boring bitch ass out of here. I appreciate you coming on the LGIO podcast, though. Uh, good luck this weekend against the Chiefs. Thank you, guys. And it's time for your Oppo Locks. Moneymakers giving the points. Topolino's taking them. Topolino also says take the under in both games. Good luck. And if you know someone with a gambling problem, that's none of my business. And now your sports center update. Alabama quarterback Jalen Hurts has committed to play his senior season at Oklahoma. Former NFL offensive lineman Jonathan Martin pleaded not guilty to four felony counts and one misdemeanor count in connection with a threatening Instagram post from last month. And finally, Bob Costas has confirmed that he and NBC have officially parted ways after nearly 40 years together. Costas joined NBC Sports in 1979 as covered baseball, football, basketball, and horse racing, in addition to his work on the Olympics. He plans to continue working on the MLB Network and is interested in doing an interview show focusing on sports and news. Here's the select quote term life insurance difference. Most companies give you one option, one policy, and one rate. But select quote shops and could get you up to 10 options from highly rated life insurers. For a free personalized quote, call 1-800-780-1010 or go to selectquote.com. For all the latest headlines and information, tune in to SportsCenter on ESPN Radio all throughout the day. Nice hot bubble bath. Now joining us on the LGIO hotline is ESPN senior writer Mina Kimes. Mina, what's going on? How you doing, friend? Good friend. Real quick, Mina, tell the people how awesome I am. You're probably one of the most knowledgeable NFL people I know here. Definitely someone I bounce ideas off of a lot. So I f- You sick? Your voice sounds different. I've, you know, so there was a week where I was sick, and I sounded so awesome that I momentarily questioned whether I should try to be sick for the rest of my ESPN career. Or you could smoke a fat cigar every morning. There's this Twitter meme going around that's like, name something from your childhood that younger people from a younger generation wouldn't understand. And a lot of people um, about my age or older have pointed out that you could just smoke when we were a kid. Like People just smoked all the time. And let's bring it back. Let's not bring it back. Um, no, let's bring back Nintendos and beepers. Anyway, what surprised you after this past weekend's games? I think the biggest surprise, and this stems from the bye week, is how much more physical the the winning teams were, the favorites. Uh, and, and teams that I don't think we associate with physicality, right? Like the Chiefs' defense, which we think of as being pretty bad, especially at stopping the run, they came out and they out-muscled. The Colts. And, and that's what I think we didn't see happening. Same with the Rams defense. Could completely stonewall Ezekiel Elliott. And a lot of that has to do with health, and that comes from the bye. What did you feel about the coaching? It was just the coaching disparity was so stark. And we know, obviously, we know Bill Belichick's the best coach in NFL history, and we knew he would outcoach Anthony Lynn and Gus Bradley, but that much of a pant, he pants them. And, and I don't, it, that is the thing where I, I should have seen that coming and I didn't just the absolute brilliance that Belichick and McDaniel showed on both sides of the ball. Did they really do that much? I mean, I saw the Chargers in zone for three quarters of the game. What the hell were they doing? They're not playing Lamar Jackson anymore. 
Yeah, and I was screaming at the television like everyone else, like, why are you playing zone and why are you going so special? But some of that is their personnel. So, yes, the seven defensive backs, you know, it, it seemed like an idiotic strategy, but some of it was because they have smaller guys on defense and they had injuries at linebacker, so they kind of had to do it. Um, you would have thought they would have switched up, gone out of, they went out of zone a little bit in the second half, but Again, it's the Belichick effect. I feel like coaches get in their head against him and they try to do things they shouldn't and to sort of outmaneuver him and it always blows up. You think Andy Reid can coach with Belichick? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you saw that in the last game. As much as the Patriots pants, um, you know, the Chargers, you saw the same thing in Kansas City. It was like a complete coaching disparity. I, I think this is a, this matchup is really difficult for New England. You know, we talked about their dominance after the bye, but actually they haven't been very good on the road either in the playoffs historically or this year. I know you like to say that the key to beating Tom Brady is getting pressure with four. Do you think Kansas City can do that? Kansas City might have one of the only pass rushing units in the NFL that can do that right now, and so it's a, actually a pretty good matchup for them. Mean is a... Stat geek, and she always come and finds these crazy stats and sends them to me. Um, what'd you what'd you find that was crazy this week? You actually you texted me this for the game. Tom Brady's twenty five and six at home in the playoffs, three and four in the road. Pretty stark. Yeah, that's just just crazy. He's twenty and three at home in the playoffs, and three and four on the road. First off, it's crazy. He's played in 23 freaking home games in the playoffs, and he's only lost three. But he's lost four on the road. That's 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 crazy. What else you got? So here's some statistics from this season. Uh, the Patriots' uh, defense has allowed 16.63 points per game at home, 24 in the road. Uh, the Brady's completion percentage is five points lower on the road. Uh, opposing quarterbacks have posted a QBR of 38.9 in Foxborough, 71 on the road. Um, it's going to be a very freezing, the Arctic freeze is what they're calling this game. Tom Brady is 5-1 and one in sub-20 degree weather. Sounds like you're taking the Chiefs in a blowout. I picked the Patriots, actually. <laughs> After all that, you're still picking the Bats. What the fuck? I don't, I, I just... I think that the reason I picked the Patriots is they run 21 a lot, right? Which is with the two back. They go really heavy, and the Chiefs are the second worst team in the NFL at that. So I think the the Patriots and Belichick and Brady, they're going to be able to kind of grind out this game and play it on their own terms, especially with the, they're calling it an Arctic freeze. I as well. I think it's Arctic blast, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm taking the Pats too. I'm not betting against Brady and, and Belichick, never. I don't care what kind of crazy ass stats you got. What did you see that stood out in the uh, the Rams and the Cowboys game? What I saw was a Dallas defense that had no idea what was happening on like half of the plays. And 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 when we talk about the Rams' offense and what we do well, I think it's it, you, it's very important. You talked earlier. You mentioned earlier that they obviously have a very um, simple use of personnel, right? And they, they they're very consistent, and they mm-hmm. continue to be consistent. But because of that simplicity, there's this constant deception. What else you got? This is a tough one. If you could build a team around two players in the NFL right now, who would they be? I know mine. Uh, Patrick Mahomes and Aaron Donald. Easy. Gosh darn it. That was mine. Okay. Other than Patrick Mahomes and Aaron Donald. Yeah, that was too easy. Um, I'd say Deshaun Watson 
and Khalil Mack. Uh, yeah, I've I've liked Deshaun Watson since his Clemson days, and Khalil Mack, he is just a freaking defensive game changer. He can disrupt the offense single-handedly, um, and he also helped me win the LGIO trophy last year, so he'll always have a special place in my heart. I love him. And uh, so young, too. I mean, Khalil Mack, just, he's turning 28. Okay, well, that's ancient in bachelor years. Did you see the Adam Gase press conference? I'm convinced that dude dropped acid or got uh, some of the best cocaine he's ever had in his life. What'd you think about that Adam Gaze? So when that happened, we were doing around the horn and we were debating whether we could make jokes about it because we truly thought he might have a medical condition or something. Um, and it was one of those things where like the producers were terrified somebody would say something offensive or make fun of him. And then it would come out that he was like having a seizure or whatever. By that time I'd already like tweeted a bunch of jokes anyways, cause I don't care about that. But I like, we really thought there was something physically wrong with him. And I'm not like entirely convinced that there wasn't. What is the best food to eat during football games? I don't know. Brats and burgers. Huh? You don't do wings. You're not a wing guy. Yeah, I mean, not as much as his bad hombre, I know. But, I mean, there's not really anything that I don't like. What about you? You a wing girl? There's not know. any food you don't like. Um, I like wings. I mean, they're a little messy. I, I really love chicken tenders with, like, honey mustard sauce. But then, I think it was two seasons ago, I was getting them every day and Seattle was losing. So I stopped eating them and then Seattle started winning. And I haven't done chicken tenders during football. I really like the munch on dips and guacamole and shit because you can eat it all day, but it really doesn't count as eating. That's true. I never think of dips counting as <laughs> like, like when you eat a buffalo wing and it's like basically a vehicle for blue cheese. It's probably, oh, I don't even want to think about that. Yeah. All right. I mean, it's been great. You've been wonderful. And from myself and the rest of the guys from LGIO, it's been an honor. Thanks for coming on. Talk to you later. Bye, guys. In the news. The Antonio Brown saga in Pittsburgh continues. Um, I heard... Bruce Arians on the Adam Schefter show the other day. Actually, I have that clip. Hold on. What is your assessment of what's going on there with your experience with Antonio and the Steelers from afar? Uh, from afar, um, yeah, it's just too much miscommunication, too much diva. You know, I just don't I've heard so many stories. And I like Antonio. He plays as hard as anybody on Sunday. And he practices hard. They just got to make better decisions off the field, be on time, do some of those little things. I I completely agree with Bruce. Antonio is being a diva. It's not even for money. He's a clown. I don't want him on my team. Pittsburgh needs to just get rid of him and move on. It's not even like the Le'Veon Bell situation where at least Le'Veon was holding out for money. Antonio is doing it for absolutely no reason because he doesn't like Ben Roethlisberger. Take your ass to work. So Gillette this week decided that they were going to release a commercial to teach men how to be better men. Take a listen. Bullying. The Me Too movement against sexual harassment. Is this the best a man can get? Is it? We can't hide from it. 
sexual harassment is taking over. It's been going on far too long. We can't laugh it off. Who's the daddy? <laughs> what I actually think she's trying to say. Making the same old excuses. Boys will be boys. Boys will be boys. Boys will be boys. But something finally changed. Allegations regarding sexual assault and sexual harassment. And there will be no going back. Because we, we believe in the best in men. Men need to hold other men accountable. Smile, sweetie. Come on. To say the right thing. To act the right way. Some already are. In ways big and small. But some is not enough. So how we treat each other, okay? Okay. Because the boys watching today will be the men. The overall message is good. I get it. Not sure why the razor company's telling me it, but that's fine. The problem I have with the commercial is you can't see it because we're on the radio, but throughout the ad, there are two little boys wrestling in the front yard, and they're just wrestling, horse playing like little boys do. And towards the end, the dad comes over. You can hear him say, hey, that's not how we treat each other. And I'm like, what? That's exactly how we treat each other. We're little boys. Let them fight. When I meet up with my homeboys this weekend and we go watch the AFC and the NFC Championship games Sunday, I don't know where we're going, but wherever we meet up, the first thing we're going to do is punch each other in the shoulder, put each other in the headlock, and punch each other in the stomach. That's what we do. I'm not sure how that equates to the whole overall message of sexual harassment and, and raping, but... I wish that part wasn't in there because I like fighting. I as well. And that's going to do it for the latest episode of the LGIO podcast. I appreciate all the guests that came on. I also appreciate all you guys that listen at home. Push the subscribe button. You'll be updated next time the podcast drops. And I promise you, bitches, sour girls, space force trumps on you, McVeigh's magic, bad hombres, Alien Caravan, uh, Last Blood, or B2 Movement. One of them is going to be with me. I promise. Put that on everything. I know how to get a hold of me. Take the head, got the number. Let's get it on!